New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey friends, I'm so excited to just dive into 1 John with you guys today. I'm going to be in chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. And why am I so excited to talk to you today? I'm so glad that you asked because today this passage is about love. And I don't know about you, but I love love. I love hearing the word love. I love talking about love. I love when my friends say they love me, my family. We live in a culture that loves the word love, which is good, right? And we watch romance movies because we want to see who loves each other. And we love when our friends write us a card because they put I love you at the end. And as you can probably tell, I've said the word love a lot of times. But in our culture, we love to talk about love. But I don't think that we truly know what love looks like a lot of the time. Our world especially has no idea what true love means and what it actually stems from. And that's why I'm so excited to talk to you guys about love. And this passage is literally called God is Love. So I'm going to dive in and read it first. I'm going to be in the ESV version. And like I said earlier, we're in 1 John 4 and I'm going to read verses 7 through 21. So let's get started. Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this, this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe that the love of God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. A lot of just really good content in here because first we acknowledge the way that God loves us and then we have a call to action to love other people well. And I love this. Verse 7 starts out, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Um, And I was researching this passage a little bit because I wanted to have some better background. And the Greek actually translates in this first verse to those who are loved, let us love, which is a very simple commandment. Those who are loved, let us love. So since we have God's love, we're called to love others, which is why we need to focus first on how God loves us, which leads to how we can love other people. Because if we aren't in admiration 
of God's love for us, how are we going to love other people well? And we have to first love God and accept that love that he showers us with before we can love other people well, which I honestly think is why we see such a void of love in this world, why people are so hateful and just not kind most of the time because they don't have a proper view of what love is. They haven't accepted this ultimate love that the Lord extends to us. Um, So this first passage, God himself is love. And that kind of blows our mind because God is love. It's not that he just loves. God himself is love. And you might have heard this word before, but the word agape. So Greek, the way I think it's really cool how they don't just say love. They had different words for love because there are different types of love, which is true. But in our culture, we just say love as just kind of a blanket statement like, I love you. Well, you love your friend differently than you love your mom, than you love your husband, than you love your brother. Like it just, you have different loves. But, and I love because Greek takes the time to acknowledge that. And the love that this is talking about, God is love. That's the word agape because it's God's love for us. It's bigger and better than anything that we could ever give anybody else. And we first have to understand that. And so how does God show his love for us? Well, I love it because in verse 19, it says we love because he first loved us. So the incredible thing about God's love is that we didn't have to love him and then do all the right things to win his love. It's saying we love because he first loved us. He loved us before we even knew who he was. He loved us before we did all the right things on the checklist. And that just shows how simple, but how magnificent this love is. That God loved us before we even understood what love was. And how does he show that love? Well, it talks about that in verse 10. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So what is that talking about? This is talking about Jesus. This is talking about God shows his love for us. This is the billboard of love by him sending his only son to die on the cross for us, which should be something that shows there are some seasons in life where I think, God, like, how could you love me? Is it even true? And then I'm reminded of this, that he sent Jesus to die for me specifically. And that is a picture of this love that he has for me, which is just so incredible. And God abides in us so once we accept the holy spirit that means that the holy spirit dwells in us which means we're capable of love and we're called to love we're not just capable of it we're called to it why well because as believers we get to be a billboard of god's love and that's where a lot of the time in this world people feel so so absent like they don't get love they don't feel loved and imagine if we came alongside them and showed them love and they ask why do you love me in this manner that's how we get to point them to the Lord and say I love you because I'm loving out of an overflow I'm loving because I each day seek the Lord and I'm filled with that love and I'm reminded of that love so therefore I have an abundance of love to pour out because let's be honest friends sometimes we have days where we feel like we don't have love to give but God never runs out he never is like, oh, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty r- running low on the love supply today, but good luck. No, he is, he is full of love. And in verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. I love the word perfect because God loves us perfectly, even though we are imperfect people. And that is just so incredible that he loves us that much. And it's a perfect love and it casts out fear. So there might be a season where, you know, there's a lot of fear in your life and fear about faith. And I don't know, God, I don't. I'm just, I'm just anxious all the time, or I, God, I feel distant from you. And that's just, that honestly is a red light for us to seek the Lord more. Because when we spend time with him and we're in his word, we can just see so many examples of his infinite love and his abundant love. And that should cast out the fear that's there. Because when we spend time with the Lord, 
that's what draws us back to what love really looks like. And it reminds us of his love for us. And so then in verse, um, when he goes on in verse 20, if I, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this is the commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. So once again, it starts with understanding the love that God has for us and the love we should have for him. And then it leads us to action. So here's the thing, friends. We need to love not out of obligation, but out of adoration. So when we truly have a right perspective of God and we say, this God that loves me so much has called me to love my brothers and sisters, that's not out of obligation. That's out of adoration that, oh my goodness, the Lord gives me this love. He showers this love on me so that I can give it to other people. Um, And a lot of the times there are seasons where there are times in my life, seasons where I just feel like, man, I don't have a lot of love to give. And that's just a reminder to me, man, I need to go back to the one who loves better than I can. And Throughout scripture, there are so many passages where God shows his love. Love is woven into every part of this scripture. In the good seasons, the bad one, in the times where he's loving, but also in the times when he's correcting people because it's all based on love. So when we're thinking, man, I'm just I'm just frustrated and I don't have love to give, that should be a reminder for us to get in God's word, to be reminded that he is love so that we can shower that uh, shower other people with love. If we're feeling impatient or feeling angry or any of that, we just need to come back to this because it does say whoever loves God must also love his brother. Not just when it's easy, not when it's simple, not just the people that are your best friend. Brother doesn't just mean your best pal or your, your husband or your boyfriend or your sister. It doesn't mean that. It means everybody because we're called to love our neighbor. God says that that's one of his highest commandments because How can we point people to a loving God if we don't love people well? We get to be a billboard of this love. And he reminds us that if we love God, if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. That's in verse 12. So God abides in us. So we need to abide in him, which means spend time with him, seek him, sit and be reminded of his truth. And that's how the more we spend time with the Lord, the more his love is perfected in us so that we can display it to others. And this is just so important, especially in this time, you guys, there's not a lot of love and there are a lot of situations that aren't handled in love and they're not handled in grace. And it's because people aren't seeking the Lord first. And we all need to be reminded that each day we need to come to the Lord first so that we can love people well. We need to first love the Lord well. And once we love him well, he gives us an abundance of love to shower other people with. And I truly believe that's what we all need to do better. I am reminded just going through this that I need to love people well because when I love people well, that's me loving the Lord well and showing my adoration for him, not my obligation. And I'm just excited and I really hope um, that this passage is encouraging to you guys and you might feel far from the Lord or you might feel near to the Lord. But either way, this is just a picture that God himself is love and he loves you so much. Whoever's listening, he loves you. Um, And he loves you before you even knew who he was. And that is just the truest form of love and the most pure form of love. And I pray that we rest in that so that we can show that to other people. And I love you guys. And I hope you have a great day. And I hope that this was encouraging like it was for me and just a sweet passage to be reminded of. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.